Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Got to be honest, this would be the perfect week for the Royals to make moves <laughs> under the guise of the uh, AFC Championship games coming up this week. It's a perfect time to just go, oh, uh, oh by the way, uh, we made a move. Mm, don't know if everybody's paying attention or not. Uh, Michael A. Taylor is now a twin. Mm-hmm. They sent the uh, the center fielder to the twins for a couple of uh, minor league You relievers. say it like that, you're like, oh, he has a twin brother? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, twin. He's now a twin. He's Yes, he's now a twin. Yes, yes. 30 years into he's this thing, I'm now yes. a twin. He's discovered he's got a, a twin. <laughs> kind of like that one. There was that minor league. Wasn't it baseball players? Two minor league baseball players. The guys that had the same name or whatever, same last that name. That story, that, that's no that same looked, first and last name. Looked alike. Yeah. And they, so they did a DNA test because everybody said they looked alike and they've been confused for one another. And, yeah. Uh, they're not, ends up, they're not related at all. But uh, yes, Michael A. Taylor is now a Minnesota twin. Mm-hmm. How about that? Mm-hmm. For a couple of uh, minor league relievers. Parsing off pieces, I think, is probably the wise move for this season. Absolutely. Find out what you got. You're not winning with, you know what, you know what Michael A. Taylor is. Solid defender, runs into some home runs, good player. Right. But what's he doing for you? Not, not a lot. Right, exactly. You're, what he's doing for you is maybe hindering you from finding out if you've got some younger players that could be part of the future. Correct. That's Absolutely. It. Whether so. it's Kyle Isbell, whether it's Drew Waters, they're going to be able to get a full look-see at both of those guys in the outfield this year. This this is a year and an offseason. We're still in the offseason. Like, I expect some more moves to be made by the by the Royals. I don't think they're done. Michael A. Taylor's been traded, and okay, now we're ready for business. I, I, I think they're going to do some other things. I'd love to see Mondi traded before spring training. I'd love to not have him kind of hanging over the organization because I, I don't think you can move forward when you have guys on your roster that aren't going to be part of your future. Michael A. Taylor's contract was going to be up after this year. He wasn't going to come back. And Mondi's contract is up after this year. So why not take those two guys that you know you're not going to be bringing back 
and trade them and and try to get some pieces back in return, whether it's arms, whether it's whatever the case may be. Like they got two arms for for Michael A. Taylor, but more importantly, it it frees you up. It it reduces the clog that you've had in the outfield and now allows, like I said, Kyle Isbell and Drew Waters to kind of compete for center field. I think, in my opinion, right now, just because he has had more experience, Kyle Isbell should be the favorite going. And he into looks this like thing. Bono, so yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I'm all for that one. Right, yeah. So <laughs> he puts on those glasses. I think he looks like Bono. I don't know what it is. There's a few of the photos I've seen. Right. Where uh, uh, I'm a big Kyle Isbell fan. Yeah, because he yeah. looks like Bono. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I'm with you on that. Whatever it takes to be a fan, it doesn't matter. So and now I found what I'm looking for. It's him in center. Him in center. Yeah. That's exactly right. So now we know. Bono has finally found what he was looking yeah. for. Center yeah. field at Kauffman Stadium. That's right. Um, so I, I just think it's it's the right thing to do. And and we've we've got to, like – we as a city, and I think the Royals as an organization fall into this as well, where like you overvalue the guys that are wearing your uniform and maybe you don't value other players enough around Major League Baseball. And I definitely think we as fans have fallen into that because every time the Royals make a trade, and I'll use the Royals as the example because we're talking about them, people are, oh, my God, like Will Myers, for example. Oh, can you trade Will Myers? We won a world championship. Um, so I think I think we have to get out of that mindset of just because they're here – doesn't mean that they have to be part of the future. They can be a trade ship to get you a piece that can help prop your entire organization up. And, and right now, with, with Michael A. Taylor, an expiring contract after this season, and Mondi, an expiring contract after this season, those are two guys that you look to move out so you can do some more things with your in-house guys. You move Mondi, Bobby Witcher starting shortstop. We don't have to worry about that going in you know, in, in the camp or saying, well, maybe we should put Bobby at third and then Mondi at short and then Mondi gets hurt and then he's done for the year. You, you just you just eliminate all that. I'd like to trade Hunter Dozier as well. I don't know if they're going to trade Hunter Dozier, but I'd like to move on Hunter Dozier, whether it's the beginning of the year, midseason, whatever the case may be. Move that out so you can find out what you could potentially do. You know, at third base, you got Massey, you got Nicky Lopez fighting for that second base job. Mondi is kind of in the way right now. So to me, I'd like to move on from him too and start spring training Mondi free. Well, to me, it's not always like there's not like hard and fast rules to do this all the time. It's where you're at as an organization too. True. Yeah, yeah. Like I would have different feelings of hey, keep guys around if you have a chance for winning. Mm-hmm. I don't think this team's winning. Like this particular team is about finding out what you got, right? And can some, I say some. I'd like to, for it to be more than one. Can some pitchers turn the corner? And do you have enough position players in your system for when you're ready to win? Right. I want to find some of those answers out. It's going to be tough. It's going to be hard. It's going to be difficult to watch probably at some points this year. I, this this team's not contending, right? right? I, don't, I don't don't expect them to be there. So move pieces that aren't part of that. To me, Monty's just been such a handcuff for you. Ugh. Like just the and do you want to handcuff your new manager with just that? Just the the waiting and the what if. And the waiting Ugh. and the what if. And I'm like, I feel like they've just, they've kept a seat at the table for him for a couple of years too long now where he's not taking that seat. Right. And if he goes on to do something somewhere else, fine. Who cares? At this point in time, like, stop waiting for that one to happen. Right. It's just not going to work for you. Right. Maybe it works for someone else. You can... If you choose to, I don't worry about that. When they're gone, they're gone, right? Yeah, we can't have that FOMO. We've got to get out of that I mindset. Like the organization has to get out of that mindset. They have spent so much time waiting for him. Mm-hmm. If only he's in, what, imagine what, no, no. So I, if they if they are moving that one, I'm great with. Michael A. Taylor, kind of same thing. Nice player. I think a really nice player. Sure. If you're in for something. Yeah. I don't think they're in for something. Well, let's find out the 
you know, one or two guys can play center field and, and, and figure out where you are from there. I just think they're in a different spot than I feel like I've been with them before. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, maybe, maybe, okay. I can see if I squint, you can do this. No, this year it's like, let's, let's find some long-term solutions, find some pitchers that can, can, uh, you know, hear some new voices and see if they're a part of what you can do moving forward, build on a few of these players, right? Build on the, the singers and the, mm-hmm. and the wits and the, and the Vinnies and whatever, build on what they were doing and see if they can progress. And then, you know, then you can add pieces later. If not this year, probably, but you can add pieces in the future when you say, Oh, well, we do need this because we fat, we've exhausted everything in this particular player and found out, well, he's not quite at that level yet. I'd like to find out those answers. Well, Cause I don't think some of these, you know, because Michael A. Taylor's taking a spot in center, for instance, for a while. And like, okay, um, I know, but what, what about these other guys that you had up and down? Like Isabel might be a perfect example, up and down and up and down and up and down. All right. We'll see. Let's see what we can play. Let's yeah, find let's out. Go. Let's see what he can do. And and if you're Matt Quattraro right now, as, as the manager of this ball club, you got a blank slate. J.J. Piccolo, you got a blank slate, right? This is this is really the first year of new ownership, in my opinion, in Kansas City. New general manager, new guy in charge who who is going to do things differently than, than Dayton is going to do. I promise you, just watch. We've already seen. They traded Michael A. Taylor, right? That's a transaction. Probably doesn't happen if Dayton's still here. And, and I think also, too, with, with having a new manager, a new general manager, and really that first new year of ownership, you want to give everybody an opportunity to, to see what we have. Why do you want to saddle Matt Quattraro with Michael A. Taylor and, and Mondi who have expiring contracts after the season? If you have no plans in bringing them back, move them out, let the guys who are going to be here, play, get that seasoning, get that experience, find out with, with what you have, find out if Kyle Isbell can play, find out if Drew waters can play, find out if Bobby Witt jr. Is, is a legit everyday shortstop from a defensive standpoint, right? Find out if Massey or Nikki Lopez can play second base every day. Find out if any Pasquantino can play first base every day and let those guys just go out there and play, make mistakes, but more importantly, allow them to have fun and take that pressure off them. Having Mondi and Michael A. Taylor and even Dozier to an extent on this team kind of clog things up. I think one of the, the biggest things and, and, and one of the biggest mistakes that Dayton Moore made was having FOMO. Like Bubba Starling's the perfect example of that. They drafted him because they were afraid if they didn't and he went somewhere else, they would never be able to live that down. Kyle Zimmer, the same way. Yeah, Zimmer, trying, you know, only they hung on to like, and hung on to hung, hung on, on to. and hung on. Like they've hung on to these guys and overvalued these guys instead of boom, cutting bait and moving on and not worrying about the FOMO and the fear of missing out. And we can't have that anymore. Can't sit here and worry about what Mondi's going to do if he plays for the Reds or whatever team he could go to. You know, like, we just can't do that. We have to move on as an organization. And I think when you free yourself from some of these guys that are clogging the roster, it's going to be a lot easier. People are going to breathe a lot easier. And you're not going to have the, well, what if Mondi's healthy hanging over everybody's head anymore? And somebody from the text line says, trading Mondi and Dozier right now, you're selling low. Who the hell cares? I don't think there's a high. I just don't. No, there's not. No. No. I think those are those days are past. And that's part of the problem, too. I'm I, I would be completely guilty of this. I've always said this. this is like a GM or whatever. I would I would I would miss the expiration date. They missed the expiration date on both of them. Yeah, God, yes. And not that you were looking to trade Dozier when he was when he was at his peak. When was uh, that again? Well, I think it was he had the he had the one good year. Yeah, you should about you should about. I don't him. think no. Yeah. I think you thought that was going to be the start of whatever. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't have a problem. With, that's, that's 
just hasn't panned out. I don't have a problem with that. Mondi, I don't know what the high was because it was there wasn't there's just hasn't been enough body of work. But obviously you would you could have gotten more at a time where someone said, Man, I always liked I always I always liked him. I see the potential. Um you waited. And then he got hurt. And then you waited. And then he got hurt. And then you waited. Um yeah, there's no there's no winning that trade. I don't even think you really won the Michael A. Taylor trade. You got, hey, a couple, you got two arms. You got two Tom. two class A and double A <laughs> relievers or double A and triple A relievers. Like, I don't know. You might not have got anything out of it, but I can see how you, you cleared, you cleared some space. Monty, but there's the mindset though. Did we win the trade? Can't look at it that no, way. No, you can't. Cause you're not going to, right? I mean, you can't look at it that way. Cause you, cause you don't want to look at it that way. Cause you're not going, you're not going to win a Monty trade. The you win is Monty. removing these guys, Monty, getting something yeah. and letting others play. You wanted Monty to be a star. Yeah. There's no winning that trade. He's not a star. It's not even available. I'm just, I'm just, I would just be glad that they would stop holding a chair for him because I'm just tired of it. Yeah, I am too. I, it, if they can trade him before spring training or during spring training, like just you, you got to move on. You got to give your guys a fresh start and the ability to go. Because I think that's a big thing right now. Just let these kids play. Uh, Dana Hughes tells us that Patrick Mahomes can't be tipping his pitches. We'll get to that next. Fesco in the morning. Brought to you by Rainer Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RainerKC.com. Don't miss former Chiefs linebacker Derek Johnson. Every Monday at 730, 610 Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.
beginning of the week from today, we're going to give you a chance to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card to get after that big game spread. Three times per day, 828, 38, 40. Three contestants will have 60 seconds to try to answer as many questions as possible about the show's history. We've just passed our 13-year mark. Mm -hmm. One of those contestants is going to be qualified each day to win a $500 gift card from Hy-Vee beginning next Tuesday morning at 820. And, of course, the official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs, my friends at Hy-Vee, where you can find a huge selection of Chiefs apparel, Chiefs plates, and napkins and party supplies, Chiefs-themed cookies, cakes, cupcakes, everything else to throw that uh, big game party and again, beginning next Tuesday, we'll give you the chance to win a $500 Hy-Vee gift card for that big game spread. Uh, Jeff Perlman, author, is going to come up with us in about 15 minutes or so. He's got a uh, a book out about, I don't know, one of our, I guess, doesn't everybody fascinated with Bo? Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. Mm-hmm. Uh, the book's called The Last Folk Hero. He's actually making an appearance in Kansas City today, Jeff, to talk about the book. And and uh, we all have a fascination with Bo. So Everybody does. We'll chat with Jeff Berlin coming up in about 15 minutes. Looking forward to that. Our it was Anna- such a big part of like our growing up. Oh, yeah, like, and yeah. and it, it was just so different than anything we had ever seen before. This guy's playing two sports, and he's doing it at a great level. And nobody's really done it since. Dion was great at football. He was all right at baseball, but he wasn't like Bo Jackson. And and uh, he was a video game legend, too. So, yes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. They had... He had it all. Uh, our NFL playoff coverage brought to you by Centric. Learn more at centric.com slash 610. Uh, Danny Hughes, Chiefs color analyst, joined us a little bit earlier on the show today. And we were discussing, uh, you know, Patrick's Patrick's uh, ankle. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ankle Watch 2023 on Besco in the morning. So as we continue, Ankle Watch. Danon brought up a very good point. He usually does. That, uh, and this was something Danon did a lot in his playing days. I know just chatting with him over the years that he, he scouted a lot of opposition tendencies. He would watch video to check out defensive backs and what they were doing and if they were giving away what they were going to try to do on defense. And he says Mahomes We'll have to be a little bit careful to not, I guess, essentially tip his pitches as well with that injured ankle. If you're a defensive back, you are backpedaling until you see the quarterback plant his back foot, which is his right foot. So you got to be careful about, you know, how you remedy if you can't put full weight on that ankle because you can be tipping off your passes, tipping off the routes, et cetera. I can see that, I can tell you that the Bengals' defensive backs will be squatting at about 15 to 20 yards because they're going to be watching. If they're not in man-to-man coverage, they're going to be watching Patrick Mahomes and when he plants that foot because he knows they're going to know that the ball is going to come out. I don't like that. I don't either. I don't like Danon telling him that. <laughs> yeah, what's he doing now? Come on, Danon. Yeah, yeah. They don't know that. We don't want to tell them that. They know that, though. Yeah, I would think. I would think so. They're, would think they're, so. They seemingly feel like a well-coached team, right? Like yeah. Zach Taylor. Yeah. Hey, he's yeah. he's moving he's up the solid. charts. He's been really good. And then they got that Lou Diamond Phillips as their defensive you... coordinator that everybody loves. And... <laughs> I can't remember his real name now. You've done this to me again. 
heard of him. It's Lou something, I know. Lou Lamarillo. The old Devils GM coaching defense for the Bengals. Well, I, I mean, I can't remember his name, and neither could that jackass who was the AD at KU who tried to allegedly hire him when they hired that uh, that Les Miles guy. Who was that jackass AD? Tim Finch or something? What was that guy's name? Tried to hire this Lou guy? Yeah. Really? Yeah. There this was, guy was the defensive coordinator of the Bengals oh, was yeah. a candidate? Go back and, 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 and look at uh, somebody tweeted it out the other day who used to cover KU and works for the Star. And um, it was like they interviewed who? What was the guy's name? That 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 jackass AD Long, Long yeah. yeah, Kyle Long or whatever it was. Um, so he he was asked when Not they Kyle, were no. when they were looking back on like why did you hire? You know there was some controversy I think over hiring Les Miles if I'm not mistaken. And they said who else did you interview? And he goes some guy who was defensive coordinator at like Arizona whatever it was. And he was talking about this guy who's now the the Bengals defensive coordinator. Couldn't remember the gentleman's name. So. I can't remember his name. I also didn't allegedly interview him yeah, for the Kansas job. Didn't make an impression? Yeah. Uh, or you already had your candidate in mind. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. And you're lying up and you're just making up names. Yeah. So, yeah, we interviewed uh, Flyvin. No, but I, I think it's 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 a valid thing. I mean, players are looking for, for tendencies all the time. And I think if, if Patrick Mahomes can elevate to a stage where it doesn't look like it really, really hurts to put pressure on that foot every time he plants it, which it was on Saturday. Like he couldn't put that put that foot down, right? Right. I'm hoping that it progresses at least to a point where it's not that. Because mm-hmm. then it, it is. If it you is. can't put that foot down, you can't throw. Yeah, and we saw it a little bit the other day. Did his best, but it wasn't the same, right? right. So if yes. they can at least get to a point where, hey, there might be some pain there, what have you, but at least you could put the foot down. And and Damon even <laughs> talked about how hard it is to even hand off with that high ankle sprain. Like, this is no joke from an injury nope. standpoint. Like, it is a painful SOB, man. Danon's in your camp as well. You got to see something from Chris Jones this week. Still have a Chris Jones, no postseason sacks. He said he was going to get one last week to, to shut everybody up. That did not happen. So I want to see that this week. Sign big names, win big games. Well, it's true. Being in short and sweet, get a sack. Be impactful. Right. Be truly impactful. Mm-hmm. Not doing part of your job that's not as no, we no. want you to we want you want him in the backfield doing a yeah, little dance. I, I don't I don't want to hear like you know, like you armchair big, coach tell me they looked at the all twenty two and he moved the pocket. No, you want no. Big Max announced to an entire crowd. Yeah, right. that's what you want. That's right. what I want to have happen. That's exactly right. He's making he's making a sack. Right. Yeah. I want to hear Chris Jones yeah. and the crowd goes crazy and the top blows off yeah. arrowhead yeah. as they say. Yeah, I do too. I, I don't. I, I, I'm not here grading the all 22 and going. Well, I'm a semi-pro football out of focus as he graded out as a 97. I didn't recall him doing anything. And I know like, I don't need. I don't need hidden stats in this game. Like I need. I need the big stat. I need the big play. He may be motivated to get that sack to to finally get that sack, but also he talked about the missed opportunities against Burrow. We all saw the missed opportunities against Burrow last year in the postseason and in the game this year. Yeah, where where you had you had him, you had mm-hmm. him. Now you got to finish those plays off. And you let him off the hook. Gotta, 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 gotta. Uh, Chiefs no longer the favorite as well. Oh, oh my, how this thing has swung already. Um, and now uh, Patrick Mahomes is a underdog. underdog. I, I like it, actually. I'm fine with it. The more of this, the better. The more trash talking, the more things that people say they can't do, the better it is for us. We'll see y'all in Burrow here. Yeah, baby. Hey, 
And now not a favorite at home either. The line which started their direction now has swung the other way. Mm-hmm. As to the uh, Bengals being like a point and a half favorite. It's up to a point and a half now. I think so. Then it swung from three to. I thought it was just at one. For three to uh, one and a half. Oh, I didn't realize it went up to one and a half. I love it. Heck, I'll tell them to. to just tell them wow. to. Just tell them whatever. Whatever it I, is, I, right? I like that perspective too. You're good with that. I know it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't matter, but it matters. You know what I mean? Like it's not. Yeah. It's it's just the line. It's not a. It's not a for but sure. It matters. But I but I I don't hate that they'll have the chip. It it matters because as we've talked about Petty Mahomes before, you know, like this will be stuff that they use where people tell them they wow. can't do it, they plus, can't win. Looking around, plus two. I see a plus two. Oh my! Wow, that's a. Hmm. A lot of people <laughs> bet in Cincinnati. A lot of losers going to be out there. I'm yeah. telling you what. Yeah. I'm telling you what. It's a big game, man. Mahomes knows it's a big game because we're not the only one saying it. If Joe Burrow does win again, he's got ultimate scoreboard on Patrick Mahomes, right? We talked about chasing Tom Brady for ultimate scoreboard. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to be chasing a guy who's your age, basically, in your conference for ultimate scoreboard. Wasn't supposed to be this way. Mm. Because he will be chasing scoreboard. I mean, you lose this game, Patrick Mahomes falls to 0-4 and, and two AFC Championship game losses at home. That's some serious scoreboard. That's some serious scoreboard, Jason. Yeah. yeah. I don't want that. No. So it's a big game for many reasons. Big game. Yeah, plus two at Ben MGM right now. <sighs> so we're from wow. minus three to plus two. Wow. Since, what, late Sunday? Yeah, That's a five-point swing. It's moved quick, hasn't it? That is a big swing. And then wow. you know all the all the talking heads are going to be on the Bengals this oh, week for God. sure. Oh, yeah, God. There's nobody picking the Chiefs this week, right? right? Nobody's picking the Chiefs on national Maybe stage. Marcus Pierce. Be, you know. Maybe. <laughs> but I, I would think for the most part, he's everybody. Always got Mahomes. He's always got Mahomes back, I think. Yeah. I think. FanDuel, you can still get it one and a half. Oof. It has moved quickly. Yeah. Quickly, quickly, quickly. And Mahomes has never been an underdog in any of his, what, 12 prior playoff games? Right. They've all been home. They've all been at home. They've all been home. He's always been the favorite. Mm-hmm. Right. God, this has got this has got dare I say it upset written all over it. You love that part of it, don't you? I, I, I just do. love the extra mode. Just give me a little extra motivation. Chiefs gonna upset the Bengals. <laughs> it doesn't sound right though, does it? No, it doesn't. But it's doesn't. true, right? It yeah. yeah. No, but I I think they have they have momentum. I think they're probably playing a little bit. They probably feel like they're playing a little bit better. They mm-hmm. have a little more juice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then. Upset according to to Vegas would be would be fair. It doesn't sound doesn't doesn't ring right when you say it that way. No, but the Chiefs it, are going to upset the the Bengals. Right. But it is an upset. Who has the only AFC championship game upset win in their own home building? Chiefs. Burrow gonna be burying his head on the way out the door. Bur- burrowing burrowing his head. Burrowing. Burrowing, his head. Yeah, burrowing his head. Yeah. Good thing is we don't have to worry about Cheffers. Ron Torbort has got the Chiefs Bengals. I'm good game. with him. John Hussey, the NFC. I forgot about John Hussey. Yeah. Yeah. John Hussey's on that. Today they announced the other Super next Bowl. week, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're hearing what? that. What? Cheffers is the leader in the clubhouse no for the Super that? Bowl. Who's hearing Who's that? Hearing People that? hearing it's that? It's what uh, people say. Our, our site 
Zebra officials or football zebras. Or oh, are they really saying that? He is the leader as of right now. Unbelievable. Why? We need Hockley. I think it's a shame we're breaking this down. He's never had one. Mm -hmm. He's never had one. Doesn't it time? Isn't he due? He's due. Yeah, it's the due factor. I don't know. Keep running him out there. He's due. Yeah, it doesn't normally work. I guess we'll find that out later. And then we got to try to get to that. Got to try to get to that game anyway. All right, we'll talk a little Bo. The myth that is one Bo Jackson, author Jeff Perlman's got a, a new book out. We'll discuss it with him next. Fesco in the morning, brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster is patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at RaynerKC.com. Hear from Chiefs Radio Network color analyst Dana Hughes, Tuesday at 8.30 on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast after the end of a good fight you deserve an ice cold reward medela the mark of a fighter you've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp refreshing taste because you know the bigger the fight the better the reward you put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yo. Back in on a Tuesday along with Bombfesco, I'm Josh Klingler, Brian Williams, B-Dub producing. We're... Joined now by author Jeff Perlman. He's going to be at the uh, Kansas City Public Library Plaza branch tonight to discuss his new book, uh, The Last Folk Hero, The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. Again, Jeff will be at the library tonight at 6. You can RSVP at uh, kclibrary.org. Also, it will be live streamed tonight 
as well. And Jeff uh, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio, because if there's, you know, two people you can find that are more delved into the myth of Bo Jackson, it's Bob and I. Jeff, I appreciate you writing this book. I have been fascinated since I was a kid about Bo Jackson, and it continues to this day. I just want to say I flew in here from California and I was wearing shorts and flip-flops on the plane. And I, I'd always come to Kansas City covering baseball back when I was at Sports Illustrated. I always say to my wife, oh, it's so great here. It's so great here. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And I actually had never been here in winter. And I forgot that you guys actually have winter. <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm remembering now that you have winter. Yeah, a little bit. This is the week we do get winter. Yeah, it's not yeah. all bad. It usually turns real quick. Yeah, but yeah you, it, found, it, you found a cold week. Yeah, that's for you sure. Found, so, so what was the impetus for writing about Bo? Like, here, here's a guy who hasn't played in a very long time, still fascinates everybody. But what was your kind of impetus to say, you know what, I got to do something about Bo Jackson? I mean, I'm 50, so I was a kid of the 80s. Yep. And um, I grew up in a small town in New York, Mayo Pack, New York. And if you look at, if you look at the posters in my room, and, uh, you know, I can tell, I literally remember Ricky Henderson, and Don Mattingly and Michael Jordan. I think I had Ken Griffey senior and, and I had Bo Jackson and I loved everything about Bo Jackson as a kid, everything. And I just think when you're trying to figure out what to write a book about, um, there's a real mythology to him. There's a, you know, I always say if he had become Marcus Allen or he had become like Kirk Gibson, his story isn't nearly as interesting, but the fact that he was this phenomenon who just vanished really intrigued me and there's just never been a definitive biography done on him so i thought why not me and it didn't matter where you grew up because i grew up in in north jersey and i remember having a you know don mattingly was my idol growing up as a a first baseman because i was left-handed love watching don mattingly play and then my sister painted me a picture of one of the bo jackson baseball cards when he went to the white Sox. i mean so the intrigue no matter where you lived or grew up everybody was fascinated with this guy it was it was kind of like um it's not that often you you see things that you actually have never seen before. You know, everyone always uses the, you know, the adjectives, you know, I've never before seen, you know, the, you know, raving about, oh, I've never seen this, before. I've never, but most of it we've seen before, like over time, most of it we've seen before. Oh, Jackson, we'd never seen before and haven't seen since, not just a two sport athlete, but a guy that big, that strong, that fast, who can dominate in two arenas. Um, I would say like his, his first at bat for the Royals, first ever major league at bat, September 1986, um, he beats out a grounder to second, and he runs it in the second fastest recorded time in history for a right-handed hitter. And that was his first ever at bat. And and after the game, he was asked what it meant to him to get his first hit off of Steve Carlton. And he didn't know who he was. Like he'd never heard of Steve Carlton. He had no idea. And there were just so many things like that. We were like, holy crap, that actually happened. That made him a lot different than a Don Mattingly or a George Brett, who were great players, but we'd seen great players before. Also, I, I loved reading, a, I guess it was a story about your book in which you, you said, I'm, I'm, I'm normally finding like the truth and what have you, but some of Bo lies in the myth. And I'm kind of in that sometimes you don't want to know whether or not something's true because the story is larger than life. Um, you have a few of those type of stories in this one, right? Yeah. Well, it's kind of like, I don't think I want to know. People are like, oh, I'd love to go back in time and see Babe Ruth's called shot. And I feel like if we went back and saw Babe Ruth's called shot, we'd see he never called a shot, you know, like stuff like that would be very disappointing. But Bo, when he was in college, there were all these rumors. He jumped over a Volkswagen. Well, he did jump over a Volkswagen. He, he jumped out of a pool waist deep onto the lip of the pool. Well, he did do that. And the one that really got me is um, 
he was in high school and he was playing a game against Fairfield High School. He went to McAdory in, in outside of Birmingham. And I kept hearing these these stories that he hit a ball so high uh, into the air that by the time it came down, he was rounding third. And I always thought <laughs> that's that's nonsense. That's ridiculous. And more and more people would say, you need to you need to talk to this guy. You need to talk to this guy. It happened against Fairfield High School. And I finally tracked down Eddie Scott, who was playing left field for Fairfield High. And he's like, I'm telling you, I swear to you, it happened. <laughs> I was playing in left field. The ball was so high. It's the highest ball I've ever seen hit. I got under it. I lost it. It comes down. It hits the grass. I pick it up, and Bo is rounding third and heading for home. So there are, like, these stories where you think, no way, no way. And then somehow, way. Yeah, that that's, that's incredible awesome. because you're, you're thinking of like Paul Bunyan or some you know mythological figure right now doing a, or Bill Brasky. You know, I remember Bill Brasky, and none of the stories <laughs> were true. And now here you go, like I remember Bo Jackson. This and you got like people that can back up all of the insane stories that are really true. Yeah, it's crazy. He had another one. He um, he was uh, a junior at Auburn. This is baseball again, and they're playing at. Uh, at the University of Georgia, and it was the first night game in Georgia's history, so it was a huge deal at Georgia. They installed these lights, and they were going to have Auburn as the first game. And, and um, Bo's playing right field. First at bat, he flies out, and he runs back out to the outfield, and the fans are just heckling him. The fans sitting behind the right field, field fence on a hill, heckling him, heckling him, heckling him. Second at bat, he comes up, and he hits a ball that slams into the light fixtures and falls to the grass. And this is about a month before the natural came out. So he jogs back out to the outfield and the fans stand and start bowing at him. This is at Georgia. His next um, two at-bats, he hits two more home runs. And his last at-bat, again, first night game at Georgia, he doubles and the fans boo him. Jeez. Because he didn't end out of the park. <laughs> they wanted another home run. That's great. What? Where, like, if he got that injury today, they can fix that. And he's back playing, right? Like, I feel like he got an injury that the docs weren't ready for yet. Yeah, that'd be true. I mean, there, he wouldn't play football again. His football career would be done. But um, Andy Murray, the tennis player, had a very similar injury and returned from it fully. And if you can play tennis, you can certainly play baseball. Um, he would have lost a hair of speed, not a ton of speed. He would have lost a hair. I mean, back then, he actually came back after the injury played initially without a hip replacement surgery. He just worked on the muscles around the hip. Uh, and then his leg shortened. His leg actually shortened a bit because of the reduction from the bone decay. And he had this real bad limp. Then he has a hip replacement surgery. And the crazy thing is the hip replacement surgery he had was the same hip replacement a grandma would have back then. It was, it was a plastic hip with metal bolts. Uh, the, the plastic, when the, when, the, when the bolts returned, the plastic would shard off. So he had plastic shards in his leg. And he still played as a major leaguer with an artificial hip, which is absolutely insane. He wasn't the same guy. He eventually had to retire. But the fact that he played a full major league season on an artificial hip is preposterous. Two full major league seasons. Jeez. Author Jeff Perlman joining us. The uh, Last Folk Hero is the uh, title of the book, The Life and Myth of, of Bo Jackson. And you would contend that his story not being fully complete in terms of sports has probably extended the, the shelf life of his story, right? I would. I do think so. I just think, um, you know, like we're talking about Deion Sanders now because Deion Sanders, everything was Colorado, Jackson State. was an interesting modern character. But I feel like if he, um, if he were just a guy who played and then stopped playing, we saw a full career from Deion Sanders. And it was cool and it was interesting, but I don't think we'd be talking about it forever. 
I really do think the mythology of Bo Jackson is the biggest part of his story is we, everyone says, if you, if every now and then some famous person on Twitter will, will put out, what's the one athlete who you feel like his career wasn't complete. Right. And nine out of 10 will say Bo Jackson that leads to this whole discussion. Also, there's the video of Bo Jackson climbing up the wall in Baltimore when he was with the Royals mm-hmm. and that video alone, I mean, that video alone, um, carries his myth far and wide because no one's ever done that before or since. Well, I mean, and it's not just that, Jeff, too. It's it's throwing out Harold Reynolds. It's destroying Brian Bosworth. <laughs> like, I mean, like, there wasn't just one moment for this guy. There are, like, there are really like good moments. epic yeah. moments, like, you know, moments he, that everybody ran, remembers. When he ran for 800 yards, that time I ran him on Techno Super Bowl. That's I right. Mean, you had you that, know, that, too, that, yeah. that time. I had some private <laughs> screenshot somewhere. I love how um, I love how Tecmo. You know, it's funny because when I started telling people I was writing this book, I was like, "You got to write about Tecmo. You got to write about Tecmo." And I wasn't a big Tecmo guy. And um, it is funny, like the the designers of the game were based out of Japan. They had a rudimentary knowledge of American football. They had a couple of videotapes of games, and they happened to see this guy who Jackson was really good. So they gave him in speed. I think it was a four seven. You know, the highest rating you could give was like a four five, and they gave him a four seven. And nobody else was as fast as him. So literally, people always say, like, kind of as a joke, oh, it was unfair to play as Bo Jackson. It literally was unfair to play as Bo Jackson (laughs) because no one else was as fast as him in the programming of the game. What's the one thing you learned about Bo Jackson that you came away with going, oh, my gosh, I never knew that, and that's pretty cool? Oh, man. I mean, you know, I went to Bessemer, Alabama, where he grew up. This is going to sound hokey-dokey cliche, but I really mean it. Like, um, he he grew up one of ten kids in a three room house. Um, his dad lived across town and abandoned him. He oftentimes would have, would have burn marks on his arms because he would sleep and roll. He had to sleep on the floor and he'd roll into the wood burning stove in the house. He would go to school, elementary school, either wearing socks and no shoes because they couldn't afford shoes or his sister's hand me down shoes. He had a severe, severe stutter. He was held back a grade. Everything that could be against Bo Jackson was against Bo Jackson and somehow he persevered and fought through and the other thing statistically sports wise I mean in high school he stole 90 out of 91 bases like he set a national single season record with 20 home runs he ran a 4-1-3-40 he showed up with the Raiders on one of his first days and Tom Flores the head coach had him run a 40 on grass wet grass and he ran a 4 uh, 4-1-6 I know he ran a four one nine. They didn't believe it, and they had him do it again. And he ran a four one six in pads, on grass, in cleats. He's just the most ridiculous athlete who's ever lived. There's no question about it. Jeff, did Perlman. you find the guy who threw him out? Did you find the <laughs> one guy? <laughs> you did. His name was uh, his name was Sam Doss. He was a catcher at Jeff Lanier High School, and he's like, I got a high fastball. I just threw it really hard, and uh, he said, uh, no joke. He told me the next at bat, <laughs> Bo Jackson, <laughs> Bo Jackson hit a home run, crossed home plate, and winked at him. <laughs> <laughs> you have a quote uh, in an article I saw an awful announcing that says, as I get older, I worry about people forgetting certain athletic figures. Now, Bo Jackson is done. That's put away. Who's next for you? Uh, my next book is not a split. I, so I've written 10 books and all been athletes. My next book is about Tupac. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah I wanted to try something different. So yeah. I'm going to hip hop a little bit. Is there another athlete, though, that you can think of that you're like, we can't forget about this guy? Well, you know, one guy who was on my list, and luckily, there's a great writer named Howard Bryant. I don't know if he's ever been on your show. Um, I actually, and I mentioned it briefly, I always thought Ricky Henderson, the myth of Ricky Henderson, mm-hmm. um, was really worthwhile. And Howard just wrote a tremendous book that came out a few months before mine. 
Um, I consider Ricky Henderson and Bo Jackson, these mythological crazy figures in time who need to be remembered. So those are the two who are always had hand in hand in my head. I just want to know how many of the Ricky Henderson quotes are real quotes. Like, you know, you see all the Yogi yeah. quotes and some of them are real. Some yeah. of them, they, but the Ricky Henderson stuff, you know, I, I want to see how much of that is actually real or it's made up. It's a great book. I just want to say the best thing about Ricky Henderson. I don't know if you ever heard this story is he got a bonus from a $1 million bonus from the A's and they sent him a check. And then the A's are waiting. The check isn't deposited. The check isn't deposited. And they call Ricky Henderson to find out, Ricky, are you going to deposit the check? <laughs> he had framed it in his, in his house. He just took the check and framed it and never deposited it. And they're like, Ricky, we can give you a duplicate of the check if you want to frame it. He's like, oh, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> that is awesome. That is unbelievable. M- much different than today's Oakland A's yeah. uh, finances. But, well, that's a whole other story for another time. Yeah. Jeff, thanks for thanks for a few minutes this morning. I love, Bo, love that you're doing this. And, uh, I, I wish it was warmer for you in Kansas City is all. Well, I'll be at the library tonight, and anyone who comes there will be handing you a million-dollar Ricky Henderson frame check. Nice. <laughs> Very good. That's, that's pretty good. I like it. Jeff Perlman, The Last Folk Hero is the name of the book, The Life and Myth of Bo Jackson. He's going to be at the uh, Kansas City Public Library Plaza Branch tonight. Discuss the book at 6. You need to RSVP, but you can do that at kclibrary.org. Also, it will be live streamed tonight uh, as well. I was I was thinking as he was discussing the the poster, because I had the bow poster. That's probably that's probably the only thing that's yep. had Raiders on it that I've ever like it just dawned on me, like, oh, I had Raiders on it, didn't it? But nobody and he had it and we didn't care. Because it was Bo. He still like had he Roy- superseded rivals. He still had Royals. He still had Royals. Yeah. So it was okay. <laughs> but I the only thing that's ever been in my house that has had anything involving the Raiders. I just remember during that era, George Brett on the Raiders sideline to watch Bo and George was, you know, an idol growing up. I'm like, wait a minute. What are you doing here? Oh, is this allowed? <laughs> Hell yeah. It's allowed. It's, yeah, Bo, it's Jackson. Bo Jackson, <laughs> right? Like Bo Jackson made rivalries go away. No, yeah. Nobody even really considered that. You know, people are like, Hey, he played for the Royals. He played for the Raiders. He was great at everything like that. That is, you're right, Josh. That's, that's a weird one right there because of obviously the Kansas city, Oakland or Los Angeles, yeah. or Vegas or yeah. whatever they are, you know, because but, of that, but it was both. I mean, I wasn't rooting for them, but you watched it. You watched every chance you could get right. with him running the football. Right. And you remember that play, how he got yes. hurt against the Bengals yes. on that sideline. Yeah. Like you can see that play right yes. now and yes. hear Dick Enberg talking yeah. about it. And it was devastating. And I remember being devastated like, I don't know. as a kid. I, I thought he'd be back though for yeah. baseball. I don't yeah. know if this is going to be a big deal. We'll see. And then he wasn't going to be back for baseball. Like, oh my God, what happened to Bo? We just like, I think that was the first time our generation watched somebody's career just end. And we realized, wait, maybe athletes aren't that invincible anymore. You know, like uh, that, that was the first one where you looked at anyone. That guy's just ended his career. And even though he was playing and again for the White Sox, right? Yeah. I still paid attention. Sure. Even though you saw the limp, right? And he yeah. wasn't the same. He wasn't the same. You're like, but he's still out there and he's still able to play and he's still productive and you had those glimpses of him mashing the ball even still when he was coming back from the injury so i bet the ball Amazing. sounded differently coming off his bat he I always swear that that was say that, that, right? that was that was a common refrain right when yeah. he was in the royal system you heard that a lot heard that from art stewart right. many a day many a right. day art stewart yeah. would tell that story bobby yeah. let me tell you about bo jackson i ran in because i heard the sound yeah. yeah yeah i heard the sound off his bat yeah. it was different yeah, that was a, that was a big Art Stewart line back in the day. So yeah, I gotta I gotta read Jeff, Jeff's book because this this I'm it's right right in our wheelhouse. So 
That was that was fun. Mm-hmm. If you missed any of the show today, our interview just there with uh, Jeff Perlman, author, uh, Dana Hughes, Chiefs color analyst, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride. You can catch up anytime. 610sports.com or the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. You can always download it for free and listen anywhere you go. Uh, That'll do it for us on this day. Cody and Gold, they come your way next here on 610 Sports Radio. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Ankle Watch 2023 on Fesco in the Morning. Talk to you later. Fesco in the Morning. Brought to you by Rayner Garage Doors of Kansas City. LiftMaster has patented MyQ technology. It's no wonder LiftMaster is the number one professionally installed garage door opener. Find us at Ray- <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.